Welcome to the Round 6 Podcast, a weekly roundtable discussion featuring a variety of automotive subjects, interviews, special guests, and stories, hosted by the Round 6 Gearheads, Brian Stupski, Alex Welsh, and Brad King. Here on the last episode of 2018, the Gearheads take a look back at the previous year, check out all the things we've done, seen, and even look ahead at the places we're going. Welcome to the Round 6 Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Brad. I'm Alex. And uh, here we are heading into uh, the holiday season. Christmas time is uh, just around the corner. And so is the end of the year, and uh, by golly, this will be our final episode for 2018. Uh, congratulations, gentlemen. We uh, we made it. We oh. did it. Yeah. We done good. This, uh, this will be posted, I believe, as episode 40, for those of you paying attention at home, and uh, you've got your little checklist out. Yeah, Star Wars is going to catch up here in about another year and a half, the way Disney keeps making them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, Sorry. Alex, a solo love story is going to be a great. Uh... <laughs> it's short, but it is really good. No two D two, the teen years, perfect. <laughs> I just want to see Wookie loving. <laughs> How do you make that sexier? It's like well, that'd be kind of creepy though. If it's like a couple of Wookies and you know, one's you know laying provocatively on a Han Solo skin rug. Who says that's talking creepy? rolling carpet? Hey, there's people that are really into that kind of stuff. <laughs> there's a whole fan fiction site devoted to. <laughs> We're gonna get sued now. <laughs> the websites are gonna hey, you guys leave that alone. That's our yeah. deal. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the point when there's round six fan fiction out there. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure there's something similar to where it's like, you know, dear hustler. Mate. No, uh, what was that? Oh, it was penthouse forum. Yeah. Dear penthouse forum. Yeah. Never thought this would happen to me, but tonight yeah. I was a guest on the round six podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, they said the pain would go away in three days. <laughs> it still burns. It has been nine weeks. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, hell, hell of a year, though. We uh, we have been, uh, to say the least, we we've been quite blessed as far as uh, guests go. And uh, I, I tell you, in nineteen, that's not going to slow down at all. If you've been paying attention so far, I think we've uh, we're starting to hit a stride at this point. We're figuring out that there's a good balance between entertaining you guys and bringing on just valuable information. Uh, I think I think it was our last episode with Carson. It really took on a life of its own, and we'll definitely be revisiting that because there's still a lot on that subject as far as uh, copyright, intellectual property, protecting yourself as an artist, and all that fun stuff goes. And I think we're going to even dig deeper into that on the shop side, too, as we go. 
And I like how I just explained all that. So, hey, Carson, uh, that, that's what you'll be going over in the next <laughs> couple episodes. <laughs> you know what we should do? We could do this on the cheap. We should. We just need to call. We need to, like, use a whole bunch of those free phone consultations and record the lawyers uh, <laughs> on the other end of the line without them knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling. The first call is free. Ah, uh, but, man, let's see. Let's, uh... You know, this has always worked on, like, sitcoms and things like that. Let's just make this a cool anniversary issue. I mean, hell, we started off, uh, what, in the spring? Uh, we started out, we came out of the gate with a bang, um, did a yeah. two-parter with the legendary and always uh, super sexy automotive artist Tom Fritz. Yeah. The Ethel Merman. Oh, the, yes, the Ethel Merman. Automotive artist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> oh, the fun! He I, swims, he sings, and he paints. That's pretty impressive. It's it's outstanding. I, I I wish we had the time to do a full edit where we could splice in clips from earlier shows. We will do that in episode fifty. But there you uh, it was so much fun having him on, and we learned a lot about Tom. We learned, you know, hell, dude. What inspires him? All kinds of cool stuff. If you if you look back, if you're an artist and you haven't gone that far back, go to the website, grab episodes one and two, and basically get a master class on marketing yourself as an artist. I think if you combine that with episode 39, you've got a hell of a good start. Oh, man. <laughs> there you go. No doubt. You're ready to print business cards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll get into the business cards later, but, um, yeah, that, uh, that episode, man, we learned a lot. We learned, uh, whether you should draw the pirate or the turtle. <laughs> yeah. Those were good times, man. And, uh, that's, those were fun episodes. I mean, those first couple, you know, I went back and I listened to those a few weeks ago and it's funny. I mean, as much as we've grown, we're still the same basic immature boobs that we started off as. So, um. The more things change, you know? Yeah. Although I think the great part now is you can actually hear all of us. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because we've seen Tom on multiple occasions since those uh, podcasts, and we still laugh about some of the stuff that we did. You know, we see him at SEMA every year, and we still laugh. You know, and he's he was a fun, fun guest. Another interesting bit of trivia about Tom. I just got my new uh, Rotter's Journal today, and they did another article about Tom Fritz in there and some of his new artwork that he's done. And he's he's definitely an influential artist and just amazing guy. Oh, he's he's way too much fun. I mean, he's the the guy just is a supreme talent. Dare I yeah. say, a national treasure? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Indeed, you know, and, and he's one of those guys you could recognize his work anywhere. And he, he was so much fun on that episode. I never thought I'd sit here and go, "Remember back on episode one?" Yeah, memories. <laughs> no, let's see, episode so one and two were Tom. Yeah. Episode three was uh, our good friend and uh, probably your future replacement there, Alex. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> good for yeah, yeah. 
Well, I got another podcaster in mind as your replacement. That's awesome. <laughs> Can't wait. Hey. Hey. Hey, all right. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the round six pocket. What are you going to call yours, though? Round seven? Heck yeah. I'm going to use as much as I can on all your artwork and your logo and everything as much as possible. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll license it to you. I know what to do now. I think I might be round sex instead of six. Ooh. Ooh. Just change the I to an E. Oh, yeah. This is, oh, you're going to get a whole new market of people on that one. That's right. <laughs> Sponsored new by crowd. Hershey's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go with the whole blanket thing. Sponsored by like Monsanto or whoever makes like all go. the high fructose corn syrup. Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. The Round Sex Podcast. Like, what? Yeah, Ooh. What if it's sex in the round, you know? I, I like round sex because I'm thinking, yeah, the plus size people would be really interested in that one. That's what I'm going. I'm thinking, too. Oh, how great would that be? What was it? Hijackers Helper Springs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this went airlift. sideways really much <laughs> about airlift. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Wow. <sighs> Our first guest tonight is the ever sexy Kirstie Alley. <laughs> yeah, episode 40. This is a great last episode of the podcast. Yeah, it's great. It's Literally great. the last episode. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. You guys said it. <laughs> Wait, there's plausible deniability here. Yeah. But you know, back to two, we had Chad on, and uh, Chad was a lot of fun, too, because a lot of us, you know, we'd seen Chad around. We didn't know Chad had a business background. I thought that was really interesting. He talked a lot about some of the things that he had done, and uh, that guy is everywhere. I mean, just, you know, and along with some other guests that we'll talk about in a few minutes. There are some of our guests, they are everywhere uh, because they work hard and they hustle. All right. I mean, that was literally, I think that's the only, uh, the only episode we've had so far that had a, uh, what a federal grand jury mentioned in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And a refrigerator, um, <laughs> a liberated refrigerator, a liberated refrigerator that hopefully has exceeded the, uh, statute of limitations, uh, timeline. I would think so at this point. <laughs> God, I would hope so. That 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 episode though had everything. That had like what super short timeline build story. Mm-hmm. God, that thing had everything in it. It um, did. It did. And he's another fun guy. We always love bumping into Chad. Yeah, he's he's been through a lot lately, but it, uh, he's he's doing good. He's doing good. Amen to that. Ah, uh, who do we have? Let's see. Episode four, we had. Uh, Justin and Evan, the Beezy brothers, the Beezy, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Beezy oh, boys. Like, yeah, those guys from Australia. Those singers. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> they like the Bee Gees, but with the, the different Bee-Zs. consonants. Yeah, the Bee-Zs. But, but less. Yeah. Because <laughs> less is more. Not nearly as musical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the Beezy's good guys. They were fun. Justin and Evan, good yeah. guys. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. I think that was one of those, if you look back, that was early on, but 
one of those that kind of really set a different tone for us. You know, we, we gone in it, we, you know, we had a little bit of fun. That one really kind of just cranked it open. We went, okay, cool. It's a lot more fun to just go at this with really no show notes or anything. Yeah. That one was solid. God, we went from, let's see, we went from traditional hot rod guys to the wonderful world of uh, wheel flared Rambler wagons and autocross. Oh my gosh. Susie. Yes, Susie Bouter. And Man. Yeah, she's had quite a year, huh? Holy Who's in Hot Rod Magazine this month? Yeah. Yeah, Hot that Rod car is Magazine. everywhere. Pretty she awesome. was on, uh, what, she got filmed for Jay Leno's Garage. I don't know. Do you know when do when do you get into the inner sanctum with Jay and you move from like the garage to like the study? The, the parlor. <laughs> Up next on Jay Leno's parlor. <laughs> Sitting there sipping a cognac talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poolside with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's had quite a year. Uh that um I remember when we walked up onto that car at SEMA and talked to her and that's the first time we'd ever met. And uh, it was the car that kind of brought us, you know, drew us to the Spectre booth where it was at and not really having any idea what the next 12 months was going to be like for her. And, uh, it was uh, incredible. Uh, yeah. You couldn't have scripted it any, any, any crazier and no, been, just nothing, good nothing but positive. Too. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. Super. I'm yeah, so happy for she's her. She's everywhere. She's yeah. everywhere. I, I, I am so happy for her. Really am. Likewise. And her, her and her husband, uh, Rodney, man, really good people. Always fun yeah. to bum into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. He's uh, a funny guy. We're hanging out in the SEMA there. He's a funny guy. <laughs> he's a funny, funny dude. We're going to have him on one of these days. And, uh, God, what but is not it? her. Just only Rodney, where he Just can talk Rodney. about her. <laughs> oh wait wait what do we do what do we do he said she said episode oh that'd be we'll awesome split it in half this will be great Not like the newlywed game where you, you know you ask them questions and they've got to answer right on uh, she'd have to go away for you know 15 minutes while we ask rodney the questions and bring her back and he comes back so if we do this okay they get 15 minutes for intro each of those guys gets 15 minutes they get 15 minutes to argue and then uh, at the end What'll be great is, uh, yeah, it won't just be a, uh, you know, a split episode in that way. We'll literally split and divide like an entire relationship at that point. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I'll have a counseling session for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> I wonder if we could get Dr. Phil for this one. This will be great. Uh, I'm <laughs> laughing that you guys think you're going to cut the arguing off after 15 minutes. That's actually <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's a real positive, real positive attitude that we're going to stop it right at 15. Yeah, okay. Good luck with We've seen those TV shows. Dr. Phil can fix anybody <laughs> in 44 minutes. Oh, dude, and that's, dude, that's not even breaking in like, you know, all the other time that's got to go in there, you know? So that's going to be great. <laughs> dude, we're in. <laughs> this will be spectacular. Yeah, we're talking about this like they're all into it. We listen to this. Yeah. Um, we're going to do what? <laughs> we're going to do what? Yeah. Oh, God. Let's see, what do we do then? Uh, go by memory, episode six. Mick's, Mick Jenkins, right? Oh, man. Oh, God, yeah. hang on a second. Let me see. Hang on. Oh, this is going to be terrible. No, dude, we're on. Okay, episode six, Mick, Mick Jenkins. That was 
that was a fun one with with a guy that uh, Brad, you're good friends with, and just an overall man. What a talented, absolutely fun dude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely talented, and if you pay attention every once in a while, you can see him on TV. So yes, yes, right. he's been on uh, another one of our guests who we won't mention yet, mm-hmm. whose show just launched. What uh, right on SEMA? Week of SEMA, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah Mick's on, Mick's been on every one of the episodes. So yeah, he's in a, a vital part of the show. Man. So what size broom did he use in the show? <laughs> to paint the cars. Was he no. They used him because they couldn't get anybody else to get the English accent right. <laughs> oh gee. <laughs> <laughs> We need a real English guy. Yeah. Yeah. But you you talk about a guy who who has painted like just more high-end cars and has worked with like literally the A-list of the industry. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Fun, fun dude. And uh, yeah, we owned you in, well, wanted to be a bit of history there. We said, you know. Whose daughter is he married to? Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, okay, speaking of one guest leading to another guest, this is a kind of a cool one here. Uh, the episode after Mick, we had uh, Adam Contras, who mm-hmm. bolted together a LS-powered DeLorean time machine. Yeah. And uh, of all the things that worked out really good, it was like our first real crossover episode. We brought in Susie Bowder to kind of play co-guest host. Yeah. I, mean, that's yeah. A, I, guess, I don't know if there's a technical term for that. I'm sure there is somebody from, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Sort of from the International Podcast Licensing Association will call us and be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. She's not part of the uh, guild. Oh, great. It's Podcasters in. Guild. Like, We're in the guild, really? Is there benefits? No. No. You get to wear, you get to wear a helmet, though. <laughs> well, I do that anyway. It's well, I'm saying a different something, helmet this time. Oh, something, something better. <laughs> this one's for show, not because it's uh. medically required. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. (laughs) If you're lucky and we're really unlucky, we'll let you put the visor up. (laughs) We'll take you off the tether. (laughs) (laughs) How does that always make a freaking? (laughs) Oh, but back back to Adam's DeLorean. It was uh. It was quite an episode where he kind of, if you've ever seen the, uh, there's a video out there about the car and all the things that he went through on it and talk about highs and lows. So he talked quite a bit about that on the podcast. It was pretty interesting stuff. That, yeah, speaking of like a Dr. Phil episode, that one had yeah. a lot of family strife. Oh, wow. Yeah. How a car can pretty much bust a family up. If you get yeah. a chance, yeah, go on. I, I don't know if it's still available on Amazon Prime. I'm sure it is. Uh, the documentary is called Fastest DeLorean in the World. And uh, it's 
it, it's it's pretty solid, man. It's a story of a guy who basically jumped in with both feet. Yeah. You know, not really having the experience with it, and um, you, you get to see, yeah, how how that can go. Let that be an inspiration for your project. Mm. Holy moly, that had everything. Yeah. Yeah. God, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, episode eight. Yes, carbon fiber ball joints. Mm. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was the first one. We had taken it upon ourselves to, to just, we, when we first laid out the podcast, we said, originally the plan was we were going to do a guest one week, us the next week, guests the next week, you know, and alternate it like that. And it just worked out that we had so much fun with guests, the, the ones that were just us kind of just became few and far between, which I know I can hear the collective sigh from <laughs> all of our listeners. Right now. Like, oh, thank God, we're going to get a lot of thank you notes because of that. So that's, mm, that's yeah. a plus. That was one of my favorite episodes, though, because uh, we just we really started looking into um, trends for better or worse, you know, in the hot rod world. And that was pretty damn fun. Yeah. God, that one birthed the uh, the Rat Burgini, which we still need oh, to build. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the Hot Rod Illuminati. Yes. Which yep. uh, we do need to get may back May or may on. not exist. Can't say. <laughs> yeah, that award, yeah, could or could not happen. <laughs> oh my god, that was so much fun, though. We talked about everything from junkyard trawls to, geez. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, then we had one of our more popular episodes. Hell, one of probably the most popular things on the website uh, was at episode nine. We had the one, the only Billy B. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> you just got Miss back from there, bro. Ed Birkenhead just got back last night. Yes, sir. That's that is how long that dude. episode is, kids. That's right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was such a fun episode. <laughs> and, and Alex, I didn't, I didn't tell you, but uh, Billy's Dooley has one of our uh, our large round six stickers on the back window right now that he All does right. not know about. Well, he didn't <laughs> know about it last night. Oh, well, I'm sure you'll get a text when he finds it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's on the back of his Dooley. I put it right behind the uh, the on the driver's side, right behind that uh, the seat on the back there. Well, it's got a a headrest, so it hides the sticker perfectly. So <laughs> looking at his mirror, he never. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> You're welcome, Billy. Yeah, man, that was that was a fun one. Yeah. yeah he's a funny dude, man. He's he's a lot of fun. Uh, we always volley back and forth on Facebook. He's he's always good for a lot of fun entertainment there. That, that was the first episode that uh the uh the tradition of abusing Brad began. Yeah. Yeah, it's if you go back Yay. to the show notes, that was yeah. the first one where Brad just starts really taking the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I know the guy who writes all the show notes, so oh yeah, that's, that's going right. to continue. We yeah. just had a long talk about that. <laughs> uh. oh, and then, well, that was weird. Okay, yeah, we did kind of fall into that. We went, what? We went one with us. We had Billy B. The next one was... Uh, one of my favorites, just because of the uh, the episode art for that, 
was so much fun to put together. Uh, episode 10 was our, what was it, Escape from Madison County. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. A classic. <laughs> that is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my favorite part, I'm, I'm looking at the show notes right now, I'm going over these, is Alex's pitch when we were talking about you know how the movie Heart Like a Wheel isn't really you know portrayed truthfully and it's great because heart like a wheel face full of oil yeah i love yeah. reading through these notes after you know when you're sober yeah <laughs> oh my yeah. god we, we haven't brought back our energy drink spokesperson hydrogene hydrogene <laughs> hydrogene <laughs> needs to make a comeback man we it, there was even a snake pliskin reference in that one yeah that's right oh yeah they had everything oh the goldfish yeah. wheel the <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> it was the well, the Aquarius wheel. The Aquarius, <laughs> <laughs> the Pisces. Oh, these were the best, though, dude. Everything from yeah. Oh my god. It's gold. it's like we, we like a bunch of us had like an hour of sleep and we did that one. We were just like punch drunk, delirious. Just that was fun. That was a good episode. <laughs> and it just kept going. That's the yeah. Yeah, kept getting more and more. It's like, well, there's more. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like trying to pull the plug, and it's like, no, 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 we've got more we can do. It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the show notes, wondering how how sleep deprived I really was. Oh yeah, like oh great great show notes, like why an NOS energy drink works, but a Bars Leak branded one wouldn't. <laughs> 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 no doubt. Bars. The 84 second quarter mile run that, oh. Yeah. Some of these are great. Making love bugs, not war machines. Yeah, this, if, if you haven't listened to that, uh, oh, yeah. My apologies. Go right on ahead. It's a blast. It's on the website. Yeah. Now, see, a lot of, a lot of you listen on iTunes or, or, or uh, or some of the different venues where where you can where you can play these, but you got to go to the website and look at the notes. The show notes are actually brilliant. <laughs> Brian does a great. I look forward to seeing what Brian wrote, and he gets mad at me because I you know I should be helping, but I I don't. I I look at his stuff and I laugh my ass off and go, this is brilliant stuff. And uh, thank you, thank you, Brian, very much for all the hard work you do. I I know I don't tell you often enough, but thank you very much. Well, thank you. Dude, you're welcome, man. It's fun, man. It's a lot of work. But the show notes are awesome. So go to the website and, and just look at the show notes for all the different uh, podcasts. They are hilarious. Some of these are dumb. I worry. <laughs> I remember writing all these, but then you read them back and you go, oh, yeah, I should edit that. Uh, God, what do we do? Episode 11, our first appearance of uh, Carson Lev. One of my heroes. Mine too, and I think everyone's after they listen to that episode because, without a doubt, man, I believe as it was put during the episode, man, he is truly the Forrest Gump of the Hot Rod world. When when Mickey Thompson is the guy that teaches you how to wash a car, it does not ever get any cooler than that. How I don't even know how you outcool that. That that's it. That's you the don't. pinnacle right there. You don't. I mean, hell, what he had. Uh, well, he had Mickey Thompson. Ed Roth was a mentor to the guy. Yeah, give him yeah. life advice by Ed Roth. It's like, uh, wow. Dude. 
and he, he's been involved in everything. Uh, biomedical, uh, hot rodding, marketing, branding, Disney. He has, he has two patents Yeah, for some of his medical tools. Two. Two patents. I tried to patent my tool. They were like, no, that's to be no. full size, sir. Yeah. yeah, they laughed and told you, yeah. go back to the drawing board. No scale models, sir. Do you have a working reference? But <clears throat> this guy, but hell, dude, he, he's, he, what, dude, he teaches a course? <laughs> Marketing class? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, yeah, literally, you guys, name. Go ahead. The guy's a legend. The guy's legendary. Right. Yeah. And he's not even done yet, and he's legendary. And the whole Hot Wheels thing. I was going to say Hot Wheels, Disney. Uh, uh, yeah. There's, there's nothing like having a mentor in your life who makes you feel like a complete failure. That's awesome. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, to be an inspiration. You're like, oh, I can't do half of what you've done. I'm out. I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> Here's a guy who's hanging out watching Kenny Youngblood, you know, work on cars, you know, lay his paint down. And meanwhile, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I rode my bike past an Earl Scheib. I just ate a bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get the toy open, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> ah, crap. And, oh, my God. Okay. Speaking of legends. We we went from that episode to the uh, the fertile Ohio Valley, uh, and we spent a great, very rainy night with Scott Sullivan. It was a noisy rainy night. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a fun freaking episode. What? And you know when they see and a lot of people like never meet your heroes this and that dude. We had more fun with that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a, a huge influence on me for sure. I know Brad and you as well. I mean, his style was 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 really really popular back when I was starting to come up. And uh, man, it's it, it's still timeless. And his stuff still looks the stuff he built back in the '80s is still just as relevant today as it was back then. And not many builders can say that. No, I I, la- I laugh because you know neither well none of us knew each other then. Yeah. But we all looked at the same things and went, "Oh yeah, wow!" You know, totally separate, all over the all over the countryside, yeah. flipping out over the same yeah. vehicle from three three different areas, completely yep. different areas, and and yep. we were all you know kind of focused yeah. in on the same thing, enthralled with the same thing. Yeah, and in, in a couple of our cases, well, nearly different generations. Well, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you for that. I yeah. pick on you because I care. Because well, you hear my idea for the 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 uh, the episode art for this episode. I uh, was talking earlier with a uh, a very special person in my life, and the idea I threw past was um, instead of doing like uh, you know a whole just a New Year's theme, we're gonna have Brad. I'm gonna use your photo. You're gonna be you know old man 2018 leaving. Okay, Alex, for you and I, we're gonna not just do a baby New Year. We're gonna do conjoined twins baby New Year. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Oh, what? Okay, where are you conjoined at? I guess that that's the spe- It's gonna be hidden tastefully behind the logo, <laughs> right? You'll have to just make assumptions. <laughs> yeah. 
which is the dominant twin? Well, you can tell oh, we, sh- <laughs> we shape like an A, a V, or a W. <laughs> Oh, it's more like a Sanskrit kind of letter. Um, yeah, yeah, Scott. It's... Scott was fun. I mean, he, uh, you know, because I'd never met Scott before. Uh, I'd never, you know, at any point, you know, at any show ever got up to talk to him. So it was kind of I didn't know what to expect, and he was a lot funnier than I than I was expecting. And he, he's he's a good dude. Indeed. Indeed, man. We uh, dude, we had a blast with that guy. We got a really great, uh, it, got we got the great inside story. Yeah, yeah. We we learned a lot of things about these cars that you know we thought were you know amazing. Learned a lot of details about them. You know what it took to get them to that point. Uh, something that looked relatively simple wasn't. And it was it's a wealth of, a wealth of knowledge. There's oh no man. Doubt. Well, yeah. I mean, he could, could still he could still knock it out too, man. It's you know he could still get it done. And it's proven this past year, yeah. That guy he had another fresh debut this past summer. So yeah, yeah, and that's another one that not enough people have seen yet. I mean, yeah, he tried to debut it at a couple shows, and there were some administrative issues that kind of messed it up. But I still believe there's not enough people that have seen that thing yet. And I, I think you may see some magazine stuff on it here pretty soon because that stuff tends to kind of drag behind a little bit. But people need to see that 54 Chevy. That thing is incredible. Oh, if you're not a 54 Chevy fan, you will be after you see this car. It is It is the quintessential hot rod. I think so. I dig it, man. Everything about it. Yeah. And it, what's funny, too, is it's got a, it's got a real kind of East Coasty. And again, Ohio Valley kind of flavor to it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I dig it. Well, what would be the term you could use, like overly subdued or something? I'm trying to think how you could even whip that because the car is so subtle. But yeah, yeah overly done. favorites that I ever heard, Velvet Hammer. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's got kind of a stockish appearance to the body, but every piece on it's been modified. Oh, yeah. You know. Just all the work he did on the dash. When he starts talking about oh, the dash, you go, holy, yeah. how many hours you have in the dash? And that was just the side trim, just all the stuff all over the car. I mean, it's just, it's, everything's been touched, but you look at it and it doesn't appear that way. It doesn't appear like a custom, but it's got just as much work as anybody that would have done a custom. I mean, he's got a lot of hours in that car to make it look very, very, very stock-ish. I say ish because it's not. If you can put, if you put a stock one next to it, that's when you'd see everything. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a badass car, you know. If somebody would have told me, "Hey, I, he's building kind of a brownish, goldish colored '54 Chevy," I'd be like, eh, "I don't know, man. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right." And you look at the car, and you go, "Holy crap!" Yeah, you know? it's a cool car. Oh yeah, it's a cool car. Cool car, great guest, man. Mm-hmm. Gonna have him back on too, cause yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we were talking about having him back on, but we were hoping that you know. Uh, he would have been able to compete for Street Machine of the Year with that car, which I think if you know it would kicked ass. I definitely think, and this would have been it was a great field this year. It would have been a very competitive. It would have been a, he would have given it a hell of a run, and and if it, you know if it would have won, it could have changed the direction where Styles things are going. It's that type of car. Yeah, oh, that's another thing. Yeah, that that'll be another great call back in a couple episodes as we get on here because uh, the whole talk about bringing back Sidewall. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. funny we had that conversation with Tim Strange at uh, 
at SEMA about yeah. bringing sidewall back. And that's a good thing. I've been good doing thing. my part out there. That was brought up live yeah. at SEMA. I mean, that was yeah. a discussion at the SEMA show, which was yeah. pretty cool. Man, we're working. And then, oh, God, dude. Let's see. Uh, after him, uh, we had, it was our, well, God, it was returned to having an artist on the uh, the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had Chris Dunlop, a.k.a. Chris. Pinstripe Chris. Yeah. So a very interesting story. Man, he's a guy that impressed me. And he is not, uh, he is willing to take a lot of risks. I know they moved to California. He and his wife, I think they lived in what, Maryland, came all the way out to California yeah. at 1200 bucks in his pocket. Had no idea what he was going to do, but he just came out here because he wanted to come out here. And that, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's guts. That's something I could never do. <laughs> I mean, I could never guts. do that. Man. But, that's why you he know, drinks all that some, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Why Young does, you know, a print a day. That's a driven, driven, driven human being, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a guy who, he does not slow down, man. He's all over social media, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely, he he works hard at it. Yeah, that's Um, another, that's one of the world's great episodes. You can go there if you ever need the inspiration. You're feeling down, you're feeling like, or or better, if if you feel like you had a really productive day, yeah, go listen to that one. That'll make you feel like a slob. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fun, he's a fun, entertaining guest, man. And uh, very, very talented kid. Absolutely. Yeah. And then God, speaking of talent, we followed that up. uh, Was it episode 14? We had the one, the only, the, the ever effervescent Rob Ida. And yeah, he's had quite a year. <laughs> whole, yeah. Talk about your ups and downs. Uh, yeah, Oof. no doubt. Yeah, I mean, since we talked to Rob, man, he's had quite a year. Yeah, but I think he's going to uh, come out of this, I th- and they've got something on the burner in the shop that's going to be, I think, even better. <laughs> we uh, we had a little, we had just a, a quick little catch up session the other day, and uh, dude, I, I think yeah. I think speaking of inspiration, his attitude coming out of that whole mess from this year is super inspirational too. Yep. Yep. And we had discussed having him back on when it's all kind of, when the dust has settled a little bit more, we're going to have him back on to discuss the ins and outs of how that intellectual property deal worked out. And I think that's going to be a really fun episode to kind of dig into. And not fun because it's like, hey, what a great time. But just from an intellectual standpoint, for me, I'm itching to uh, to kind of get into the guts of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah that that was a, a really crazy story. Crazy story. Well, and the uh, when we had him on the podcast, too, it was really great, too. We, we talked quite a bit. I mean, you, you talk about a guy with a serious family history. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah, the, moly. The East Coast, man, the Ida name, man. It's been around for a while. Uh, you know, he, he's doing custom work now, but, you know, Dad did drag racing and all kinds of really cool stuff. And he's built a ton of cool stuff. And, hey, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, I believe now through Christmas, uh, no way no plug for something like that. He's a friend. And if you got a problem with me plugging it, well, you know, whatever. Head over to uh, his website. Uh, what is it? Uh, Rob Ida Concepts. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a sale right now. Uh, 
analysis because he's got a couple of my pieces in there, but uh, so also some good friends of ours uh, as far as t-shirts go. Yeah. Head on over there, man. Pick a couple up. Hell, dude, buy one of each. You'll feel supportive and you'll look really good. Yeah, he's got some really cool t-shirts. Yeah, If you're out looking for t-shirts and you want something kind of cool, go check out his website. He's got some really good stuff. Oh, yeah, he's, and I don't just say because, like I said, I was fortunate enough to be part of it, but there's some really great designs out there. And yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some oh, really absolutely. I, yes. And these shirts, they act kind of like mistletoe, if you catch my drift. So, yeah, get yourself, uh-huh. get yourself a few. Uh-huh. So, if you so spill ca- any eggnog on one of them. or what? What's the, uh, what's that mean? What's that? They cause allergies or what? What's the? Oh no no no! Everyone will want to kiss you wearing one of those. They're they're that. Kind oh of... okay. I was oh. Thinking, just don't get any eggnog on one. Uh, buy a backup then. See. Gotcha. Okay. That's kind of creepy and weird. So moving on, episode fifteen, we had Bob Flory from. <laughs> <laughs> had a good friend Bob Florine from uh, ARP. Yes. Yeah, I should say yeah. of ARP fame. He's not really from ARP. They didn't make him in the planet he is he is the planet arp arp uh yes not to be confused with aarp so yeah we uh we talked about a lot of stuff on that episode you know i i started asking a lot of questions about bolts you know being in the aerospace business you know we see a lot of arp products and i always kind of wondered how they were made and he gave a really good explanation on how a bolt is made the materials that they use and a lot of really cool things that uh, you don't think about. I mean, I've I went and bought bolts, you know, high quality bolts, and you don't think about, you know, how's this head pressed onto here, and how are the threads rolled, and 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 he explained all of it almost to a point to where I would love to drive up to his place and go take a, t- a yes, shot tour. We need to, we need to all go out well, there one of these yeah. days. We have maybe the... when maybe when you're out here, Brian, for uh, for the Grand National, let the crew's out there. We yeah, I mean, the, uh, I, I think it would be a phenomenal tour. I mean, it's 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 really interesting stuff, and they make such a high quality product. I mean, it's not like it's just like Bob Bolt Company; they make the best stuff out there. So, well, he um, talked he talked about cool stuff because I was stuff I was curious about with with stretch, you know, and torque to yield type, con, you know, the concept yeah, behind it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I mean, he explained stuff. I had always wondered, why is it like this? And he explained it perfectly. Where you go, okay, well, that makes perfect sense. I don't even need to worry about it anymore. There you go. Hell, we talked about everything. We talked about sales. We talked about marketing. Yeah. Uh, like you said, we, we talked the, uh, the technical aspects and applications. Man, there was nothing that, you know, in fact, is if, if, yeah, that's another story though. If you want to learn about starting from ground zero, yeah, right at the bottom, working your way up, that is a great episode for you, man. Go right go onto the site, episode 15. That, that'll give you a great idea of what it's like to really come up through the industry. Yeah. Be a guy sweeping floors. Next thing you know, you're, you're one of, you're one of the wheels. And he knows how to operate every piece of equipment in the place. Yeah. That was really cool. That was here. awesome. Yeah. Like, whoa. And awesome. he got to work with my hero. He got to work with Smokey Eunuch at some point. Yep. I'm like, yeah. damn. Wow. How cool that must have been. Dude. We're always like one degree away from, you know, the, yeah. the, the legend. So close. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So close. Where do we get that Ouija board? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> 
That'd be great. Yeah, and you know our our show has got the six degrees of separation. Uh, you know we've already talked about Mick Jenkins as a painter. Well, Mick painted Bob's Ranchero that was built by another guest that we'll talk about in a few minutes. And so there's this yeah. degrees of oh, separation. Yeah. It's just this linkage of all these guests on there and and how they've all how they're all tied uh, together. And um, that that that. Uh, that Ranchero, the buildup of Bob's Ranchero, was one or two of the episodes on a particular TV show on one of the guests that we'll talk about in a few minutes. So we got, you know, people get to see that car coming together. Well, Brad has already you know, knew about this car from a while back because Brad and he has already work. worked. On it. Yeah, he did some work on it. See, the, dig that. How many other podcasts can say that? We not only tie our guests together or up mm-hmm. sometimes to get them on the show, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, one of our hosts has worked on these cars that have been, you know, uh, won awards, been on TV, been featured in magazines, the, the fun stuff like that. I, I think it's that's why I'm proud of you guys, man. It's it's always fun, you know. We've always got yeah. a, we've always got that weird connection. We are the Kevin Bacon's of the. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, man. All we got to do now is play chicken with a, a tractor. That's a I want to be the reference. dancing in the barn, Kevin Bacon. I don't want to be the uh, you know the evil Kevin Bacon. No, you don't want to be the what is it? The Hollow Man, Kevin Bacon. No, no, he was kind of creepy. I was. I don't want to be the creepy one. No, I, the yeah. chicken and the tractor though. See, that was that was good. That would be that would be a good one. Ooh, that could be a, that. Right, that fact is, I've just changed the title of my autobiography now to the chicken in the tractor. Chicken on the tractor in the tractor. Ooh, on the tractor in the tractor, whatever. Don't wear pants while riding a tractor. <laughs> or shoes no, or whatever. Shoes. Don't, wear shoes. Like, wear shoes. don't wear shoes while riding it. Yeah, pants are, you can still can't, you just can't wear shoes. Well, you, you could not wear pants. You could. get a weird sunburn. Well, depending on what time of the day you're plowing. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. Pantsless and plowing. Uh, speaking of pantsless and plowing, uh, episode sixteen. <laughs> we, uh, I, he, uh, that one. It was movie one night. Always gets a groan, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we well, even the that. even the picture that you used on the podcast for that episode's got, <laughs> it's got Mark Hamill like uh, uh, he shares our pain. Yes, yeah. He's a, he's in a pained expression. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall the movie being so awful when I was younger. Oh, it was terrible. I, I remember at the time, you know, it. It, oh. it was, I, and I knew it was, you know, the whole Hollywood stuff, but the whole paint thing. I mean, I was already reeled in. I want to paint, you know. So it's like, yeah. ah. But I'm watching the movie, going, this is so bad. It's terrible. <laughs> the movie was brutal. And we're just we're watching it and just bashing this movie. We are just completely trashing it, and uh, that kind of made it fun kind of a little uh, mystery science theater you know yeah kind of a bashing of the movie it was fun and that one has my favorite show notes of all time that was so much fun to go through i just that, the movie is terrible has has anybody ever queued up on that movie when we started and watched the movie while listening to us has anybody ever done that do you know i don't know I would sure I, hope so. It'd I be... almost want to do that now myself. I almost want to watch the movie again. You know what I'll do? 
and listen to us. You know, just turn the volume of the of the, of the TV down and listen to us while we're watching well, the movie. People who don't understand what we what we did was we queued the movie up and basically just did commentary on the movie Corvette Summer, uh, which is an awful movie. It is an awful movie. If you don't like yourself, yeah, that's, what you, uh, that's something to do to yourself. Yeah, I never cared for the car. I always thought the the the, the car was pretty awful, but I never realized the movie was worse than the car. <laughs> but Again, it's it's but it's there was bad. one good part about the movie, Brian. Oh, oh, the 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 best part of that movie any day. Oh, best part was the best person in that Annie movie. Potts. Oh my! As long as she doesn't talk. <laughs> oh yeah, there is that. Yeah. What is it? What did they like? What is it? Brett Michaels said it best. You know, every rose has its thorn. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hers is just yeah. Oh, uh, so many dirty jokes on that one. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, my. <laughs> we did that. That was the first week of summer. God, oh that yeah, movie. that was the funny car. I'm mean, a funny car. Corvette summer. Sorry, wrong movie. But yes, that was that was the start of summer. That's right. I love that, dude. Yeah, it's uh, my my favorite show note that I've ever written is between the release of Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, and Episode Five, <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back. Actor Mark Hamill was involved in a car accident. <laughs> this film is that accident. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> See the show notes. This is people go read the show notes. Uh, those were so much fun. Uh, and then God, we came out of that one and just keeping the whole entertainment value high. A uh, couple of our favorite people on the planet. Uh, episode 17, we had the Engel brothers. Oh, yeah. And speaking of, like, you know, a barely legal episode, we had the barely legal Angle Brothers. And, uh, oh, my God, dude. I missed out on that one. I was not, I was not there. I had, uh, I had some serious technical issues going on, and I was not able to make the episode. You missed one of the funniest. And it was, it was not just funny. It was, it was really insightful, too. Learned a lot with those guys. Kind yeah. of dug deep in, and these are guys who really don't work in just one set kind of build nope. style or genre. These guys are nope. all over the place, and yeah. Oh my god, dude, you missed. Uh, let's see, you missed the birth of the uh, the podcast super host, uh, Ludicrous Misnomer. Brad, you missed <laughs> on all the good stuff on that one. I'm reading the show notes on this, and I'm laughing. I'm going, these are the yeah. things we really talked about. Oh my God! There we go. Yeah, how Brad's flip phone CompuServe app failed him again. <laughs> That's it right there. Right there that was it right you. there. But that was uh, oh my God! That episode not only just great, super talented guests. Uh, that was the one that launched my my plan to uh, create a hot rod musical. Yeah. And at the time, yeah, we're gonna call it uh, what Trey Miserables. <laughs> Nice. That's a great name. But no, that one's and that it's a great episode to listen to if you're getting into uh, if you're starting out and you have that you know that fear. Oh, I'm going to fail. Whatever. This is a great one to listen to about overcoming that fear. Uh, how to seek out a mentor. Um, just being out there and just you know making friends, networking with people, and expanding your build style. That. 
look up episode 17. That's if you're not inspired by that one. Well, um, well, there's there's always episode 18 with Tim Strange. That one will inspire you too. Yeah, yeah. Longtime friend of mine, uh, Tim came on and uh, really, um, man, everything from 4H to uh, <laughs> <laughs> building hot rods, really. Yeah. What? And that one, that one's a great one too, because uh, you had a little bit of day-to-day shop operations, um, how to handle marketing and sponsorship, uh, getting into the business. Uh, I think yeah. that one even had Daryl Starbird's underwear comes up in the uh, <laughs> the show notes. So, yeah, yeah you, you find out that Tim's a pretty hardworking guy, and it kind of all started when he was a kid. So. His dad worked him pretty hard. Indeed. That's yeah. a guy with a hell of a work ethic. Yeah. And he was a tree flocker at one time. <laughs> a Christmas tree flocker. Yes, yeah. meet the yeah, flockers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, the ex-flocker. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense. But he was, and, and Tim, uh, again, very kind to us at the uh, the SEMA show. Thank yes, you, indeed. sir. Indeed. Oh, again, thank you, Tim. Yes. Far more than kind of always great to have great people in your corner. And that guy uh, really, really kind of made us feel like we were something special there. And beyond yeah. Brad's helmet. He's one of the right. hardest working guys that you'll ever meet. Most definitely. And, and you know, we continued that theme, too, because the, the following episode... We had uh, another great longtime friend of ours, uh, Mike Alexander. Yep. And that episode gets brought up to me more often than anything. I, 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 God, I've heard so many times from people like, man, it was the most inspirational episode you guys have ever put on. Because that's a young dude who's done everything. Yeah, I mean, hell, he's, he's done everything from coming up in, uh, in the business and the magazine side He's done builds. He's got his own air ride company now. Yeah. And, flow. Uh, flow. Yes, sir. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. He, um, man, you know, beyond the whole flow air ride manufacturing, which was a huge presence this year at the SEMA show. Uh, the guy really took good care of us in the latest issue of Street Trucks magazine. If you go and pick that up and flip through it, you'll see our logo quite prominent, along with uh, the show art from episode 19, which is pretty badass. Which uh, month of Street Trucks is that in? Is that in uh, January or February? That is the latest. I want to hang on a second. I will grab it from across the room. That is the new one. I want to say February. Okay. Yeah, I've been looking for it. Give me two seconds here. You can't miss it. wander over into the other side of the studio here hang on oh yes yes the studio bear with me i should have had my executive assistant grab it for me i don't have one of those so god why don't they just tell you what issue this is on the cover bear with me as i've slowly gone blind over the past year well, they told you that was going to happen. Well, they said, you didn't but stop. I... But you didn't stop. 
No, Whoa. you didn't listen. How nope. can you stop? Well, come on, it's just this 20th anniversary issue. Ah, hang on, kids. It's got a good thick cover this month. I will say that much. Uh, why don't you just... Seriously? Is it a special edition, possibly? It doesn't I have a... Don't... No, just uh, 20th because... anniversary. Yeah, because I've been to the newsstand. I've seen the January issue, and it's not in the January issue. So this might just be it's... just this might be the twenty. It's just a special anniversary issue at the top. Uh, on huh. it, it's going to have uh, I think it says twenty years of Street Trucks magazine, eight feature trucks in one issue. Okay, I'll look for it. It's uh, pretty solid, man. Pretty good read. Guys are putting on a nice magazine. Good to see this one lasting too, and it, it's we went through a phase where you didn't see a magazine last sometimes more than six issues. Yeah, it still breaks my heart when you go to your you know place that used to have you know two hundred different magazines there, and now they're down to about fifteen or twenty. That's yeah. that's kind of a heartbreak. So. Yep. Yeah, I still like print. I still do. I mean, I love online. It's great because it's quick and it's it's. You know, you get a lot of good information there, but I still like putting a magazine in my hand, you know, so I am going to miss that because it ultimately probably will go away for the most part. It's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. We'll revisit the whole magazine theme in a few. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh God, so yeah, we had Mike. Mike was tremendously inspirational and uh what the how do you follow up mike but with an industry icon uh episode 20 we hosted the one the only chip foose yeah it was awesome and depressing at the same time because we had the weird audio issues that you know i i drove to huntington beach to get him all dialed in and work on some other stuff when i was down there and and you know you guys are going, you sound really weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, the intent with that show was that, you know, Chip's been uh, on TV shows and, and interviews and things of that sort. And, and you, sometimes you, you wind up hearing the same question and the same answer. We went in this one. Let's go and start digging into some things about Chip that nobody knows. And did a lot of homework on this one. And it's a great uh, informational episode if you want to learn a little bit more about Chip and you want to find out some really cool stuff. Uh, this is a really good episode for that. You, you find out that you, you, you think, that, well, you know, Chip, uh, you know, he's the guy that always works on stuff and he's, he's got the greatest attitude. And he does. But you don't realize he's a demon driver behind the wheel. And so there's some really cool <laughs> uh, high-speed episode uh, tidbits in this, uh, in, in this podcast are a lot of fun. And it's amazing that Chip is still alive. Just say that, you know, because of his, what he did behind the wheel. <laughs> he, he was uh, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. And, you know, we can also attest that personally at SEMA this year. He is uh, indeed a, uh, a demon with a steering wheel in his hands. Oh, yeah. So I can't really go into great detail, but uh, yeah. <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's say uh, his cart feature. <laughs> yeah. 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 Had a blast yeah. with the guy, too, especially at the SEMA yep. show. I mean, he's a good dude, man. He is a great guy. Everything you see on TV, that's him. 
That's him. Absolutely. He's not putting on an air. It's not a, it's not a TV personality. And then an off camera personality is 180 out. He is that guy. hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. And he's pleasant to everyone, which is, it's really awesome to watch him work. And even, you know, you're lucky enough to be around him, but to watch him interact with people, it's impressive. Laughed our asses off that night. Yes. And, uh, funny guy. He's yeah. a funny guy. And he got a great, great up close and personal tour of, uh, imposter. Huh? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. No crowds around. No. Yeah. If you seen my car, no. Let's talk. But that, that was, was awesome. that. Right, yeah, I'm riding down the cart with him, and he just says, "Hey, did you ever get a good look at the uh, the Impala that I built?" And I said, "No." And he locks up the brakes. <laughs> no, no, mind you, this is after hours at SEMA. Nobody's around. We're the only very, very, very few people are in the building, and so and then Brian is with Chip. He, he can go on, but I just wanted to oh, make dude. sure everybody knew there was nobody in this building and what he That's did. Probably what eleven o'clock. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't it was early. Late, it was yeah. late. Because we were supposed to get started about nine, and then uh, well, we had the cart snafu, so we get started. Yeah, it's probably like I think it was eleven the following week. Yeah, <laughs> I kid, I. Kid. But he wants he you know he asked Brian about the sixty five Impala, and he had to tell him what what he did. That's pretty funny. Yeah, we're on our way to look at another car, judging for the uh, the BASF uh, Best Paint Award. Booking down this aisle at about Mach 7. <laughs> and we're just chatting along. And he says, hey, should we get a close look at the Impala? I said, no. And before I know it, the brakes are locked up. And he's off the cart, over by the car, before I can even get my bearings straight. I'm going, did we just stop? And uh, he's got the cover coming off of it. and It's, dude, a, it's in the Covercraft booth with a cover on it. <laughs> he just goes up, pulls the cover off of it. Just takes it off. <laughs> Which was awesome, and he kind of walked us around, and you know, I know yeah. Alex, you and I were asking a ton of little questions oh, about yeah. it, and yeah. everything. It was, took, man, and to realize the work that went into so many little parts of this car, mm. it was just nuts, and the the thought that went into it, yeah, the design process, really, really cool. It's hard to absorb all the work that went into that car and what he did. Well, you know, you hear that saying, every square inch of this car has been modified. Well, it applies to this car. Every square inch of that car has been modified. What's What's funny about that car is, you know, I had seen it I had seen it a while back, and I remember talking to you guys about it, and it doesn't really photograph that well. It doesn't really do it justice. It, it, just you're right. The way it, it doesn't look the same. And I remember going, it, it looks way better. And you guys saw it. I was like, holy crap, this thing is really cool looking yeah. when you're actually standing next to it. It's a yes. good-looking car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. nothing against whoever's, you know, photographed the car yeah. over, you know. You can't ca capture all those details in a photograph. I mean, nothing against any of the photographers. No, and it, you've got to be moving through three-dimensional space around that car to really appreciate what it is. Yeah. But, like, the car, I mean, it, it, it photographs big. It still looks like this big car, and when you're standing it's next not. to it, it's not so. So it's almost like the, the the photographs play with your play with your eyes of of what you think you're looking at. You really aren't. It's it's not as big as what you think it really is. It's it's a it's a really bitchin' design car. He did a really nice job with it. Mm -hmm. And he and he talked about it on on the podcast how he went about you know making the scale version of it, what he did to cut it down, and which is cool because there's the car and here's the description of how I went about doing this. Badass. I, yep. Fun episode, man. And, uh, 
God, we came off of that and uh, episode 21. We uh, we stayed out in California and uh, we hit up our friend Max Fish. Oh yeah, and uh, had a fun time. He's got a he's got a book that'll be launching here at the beginning of the year, uh, all about air suspension, getting you guys up to speed on that kind of stuff. And um, it was kind of funny because there's another tie-in. You know, Max ties in with previous guest Mike Alexander, and kind of brings that whole that mini truck influence in. That was a that was a fun one, man. Things got uh, things got deep and metaphysical as they often do with Mister Fish. Yeah, it's a fun one to listen to. It's a guy who's kind of all over the place. And speaking of all over the place, damn dude, it just oh, I feel like I'm hyping up our show. And speaking of all over the place, all right, in episode twenty two, uh, we had uh, we had the fabulous uh, and uh, by golly, just stunningly awesome human being kevin Oste. that yep. was uh by far one of my favorite episodes i mean full of laughs really again a, a guy with just so much knowledge yeah it and, was cool hanging with him at sema and just going okay this is what he's like this guy's really a cool guy yeah I, I, I like him yeah and what i like about kevin is everything he does he does it to an extreme level. I mean, it's very, very good. You watch any of his videos online, it's all good stuff. Definitely. And yeah. having the good fortune of being a, a friend of Kevin's and to take this weird, I, I had spent a week of my life riding shotgun in a car with Steve Magnante. And there's a guy who knows everything, you know, car-wise. My dream in life is to make a video series where it is Kevin and Steve just driving around talking cars. I, I would love to get those two together because that kind of passion and that kind of knowledge in one place would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, but Kevin, Kevin and his wife, Kelly, uh, great people, phenomenal friends. Uh, really, the when you come, when you get down to it, just the kind of people that are totally worthy of being not only like the face of our industry, but total, these could be the people to mentor you through mm -hmm. a career in this industry, man. The guy had such good people yeah. and he, he brought some great stories, man. God, it, dude, we talked about everything, man. We, uh, yeah. Is there anything we didn't talk about in that episode? I think not. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was it was a fun episode, and then was, hanging around was, with him at SEMA to see just how hard of a worker he is uh, when he's tasked with doing a lot of you know those those type of work that he was doing. He was everywhere. That guy was everywhere. Yep. I swear, he's, man, he, he, and he's good at it. I mean, he is good at what he does. Such a personable guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And dude, and the, the, again, that's a guy that the passion just like flows out of that guy god damn it let's see you can't have him speaking of passionate human beings we're north of the border uh episode <laughs> yeah. 23 yeah jf launier and if uh <laughs> <laughs> that episode i wasn't sure at the beginning because i didn't know much about him i knew about the riviera i knew a little bit about it but man i tell you after the end of that episode i was a fan i was a fan oh. of this guy 
I'm like, I like this guy, you know, and you know, you think, you know, sometimes you get a little conditioned. Some of these cars that win Riddler awards come out of some big name shops and they got a lot of money behind them. And this one, you find out none of that. You, you find that none of that is true with this car. And, uh, talk about a giant killer. That thing was a giant killer. Dude. And, uh, yeah, and just it, just the story of going to the Riddler from uh, trying to load it on the trailer to everything. I mean, uh-oh. I can't imagine it. Instead of you just go, I'm gonna just sit down and cry and lose my mind. Yeah, you know, put a bullet in my mouth. I mean, holy crap! To nope, we're gonna keep moving forward. Yeah, we're going to get to get to a Detroit with a wrecked car. I mean, the car is munched. And uh, and how do you how you overcome that kind of? I mean, it would be. That would that would be a killer right there. Just going, yeah. I, ah, you know, I mean, your whole world, everything you've worked on for years is just fallen, and, yeah. and you don't stop. You keep moving forward until you're there, and then you win. That's that's <laughs> the whole amazing. It's like yeah. a movie. A movie should be written written about that. That was so mm-hmm. well, so so amazing. And then yeah. you do a donut in the place with it after you win. And then kill the tires inside of the inside of the field. And they write a rule specifically yeah. about what you did. <laughs> no one else is ever going to be able to do what you just did because of the new rule. <laughs> because of your rule. <laughs> well, but, there was another thing that they did that I thought was so awesome. Knowing that he was in a time crunch, basically had a car club night, and he brought all these guys in there to come and polished bolts and do all kinds of crazy stuff. He bought pizza for them. And I think I thought that was such a cool, it's like, you know, we talk about, you know, the Amish, you know, doing a barn raising where everybody shows up at Hezekiah's place and they put a barn together and it's that way, but it's kind of in a hot rod concept. And I just thought it was something that we should see more of. Well, I, I, I can't share the stuff. I keep it, you know, I keep it quiet. Uh, the the Monday night car club thing continues. Uh, car that's going to debut there this year. Uh, I get the pictures every week, and these guys are busting away on this thing. It's yeah. just cool to see, you know. Yeah, it's so awesome. Bunch of dudes. Everybody's at their own little station doing their own part. Yeah. And you stop to think about that, and he brings in a bunch of amateurs to bolt together cars that end up in the Great Eight or win the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. How that's cool how is Ryan, that? That's it's freaking awesome. The if, if you weren't a car, I mean, if you're a car guy, imagine being around that. You're going, I like cars. The the education you are getting in such a short period of time, by the time that car is done, oh, you definitely understand what's going on. Yeah. If you didn't have the mindset going in, you're going to have it when it's done. Hell yeah. You're out there putting together a car at, at the top level. Yeah. God, that's crazy. It, that was to... such a good episode. I That was one of my favorite episodes that we did. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Mine too. That's a great episode. If, you've, if you're looking to, you know, check out some older episodes, look at that one. I mean, take a listen to that. That is a great episode. That was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those nights we were all on. That worked out great. And just yeah. firing on all cylinders, that one. And, uh. God, dude, we, we went from uh, the frozen north back down to uh, Hollywood Way. Was it yeah. episode 24? We had Brad Fanshaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another guy who's kind of all over the place and yeah. doing everything in all walks of media. Right. Another busy guy. Very busy he, guy. He talked about marketing. You you, uh, you guys, you and 
Brian and uh, and Brad had a bunch of good stuff going on there, talking back and forth. Yeah, that yeah, was dude. that was great. Had a blast. I mean, talking everything from you know, if you want to know how to get into branding, marketing. Here was a guy who during the heyday was the uh, the brand manager, you know, for Boyd. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you talk about a, a situation. You know, that's kind of a that's kind of the Cinderella story. You know, you get you get a, a shop that starts out small, and it and at some point is literally like the arena rock band of the hot rod world. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and even before that, you know, I I never knew this about Brad. I mean, he had uh, worked with Vision Streetwear. Oh, yeah. You know, back when Vision Vision Streetwear was a tiny little company, and and he was in and. Within a, I think about a five-year span, I think they, you know, ten times the uh, the profit. They were killing it. Yeah, they. Interesting, you know. He said he was there at the beginning, and the X Games started coming together, and yeah, it's had a really really cool background. Right? That that was a fun, another fun episode. Yeah, it's some of the stories are great in there, so definitely worth. Uh... Definitely worth listening to. Like I said, if you're into marketing, branding, anything like that, a lot of good stuff in there you could apply to your own shop or business. I think that's, that's another one of those fun ones that is just a lot of extra value. Right. God, and then uh, let's see. Stay in Hollywood side. Uh, 25, our good friend Chris Jacobs. Yeah. Always fun to have Chris on. There's a guy who yeah. uh, kind of became like the uh, kind of the face of hot rodding for a few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just knew him. He was kind of the celebrity spokesmodel. Of yeah, <laughs> interesting world. guy who uh, passed the bar and never spent one day as a lawyer. Yeah, but and yet, but yet he managed to turn that education into working knowledge for right. the his uh, long lost family TV show. Yes, really a cool deal. Yeah, yeah, th- th- and I think my takeaway from that episode was, uh, you know, there's no such thing as wasted time. You know, I mean, yeah. you going, he, yeah, he went to school for one thing, he managed to kind of trip into a career in television, but on the same token, all that stuff always came back to kind of serve him well. So I think if you're out there, I mean, and again, he he brought up the point too. He says, you know, you need to have some kind of a fallback. And what a great fallback to have, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made it through law school. Yeah. Dear Lord. And it was another great callback, too, because, I mean, his connections with Chip, it kind of, it, things kind of tie together, and there's this constant thread weaving its way through. Really a cool deal. Uh, what do we do then? Then things got, yeah, things literally did get weird on episode 26. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember what in God's name happened on that episode that led us to that. Was that was that the week we all swapped uh, prescription medications? Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just. I, I. Oh my God! That was yeah. That was the start of. Uh, thank you, Alex, of the Salto Masochist. Huh. Yes. Yeah. God almighty. What a great birth. And that was also the birth. <laughs> that was the genesis of deciding that you needed to start writing your, uh, yeah. Chronicle your uh, truck project. Exactly. And, uh, I think I'm into eight or nine so far. 
I see eight. Got a couple of them. Uh, yeah, I got a couple of them ready. I got another one ready to go. Uh, so I'm trying to push something out every week. So, hell yeah, that's the other side. If you guys, uh, this has just become a big ad for the podcast. Oh, great. You know what? If you if you're on the website and you know you think, hey, it's great, it's got a podcast. There's we we put out a ton of articles too, and uh, some of them like Alex's stuff, really great. Obviously, some of my stuff, if I'm writing, um, you know, literally show notes that say things that rhyme with six piston. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of know what you're in for. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on. You, you could read, uh, not to go too off topic, but like how Alex's truck buildup. Um, Brad's got some great stories on there about working in film on both uh, Transformers stuff and uh, Cars Land. You know, you, you talk about schools. And that, that's another one that ties back. That ties back to you and Carson and Chip. Yeah, yeah. right. Dude. Well, this whole thing, this is literally, this is like, this is the beautiful Christmas sweater of websites and podcasts, if you get down to it. <laughs> we have a thread running through everything. and like uh, Round six, this is your life. Ooh. Nice. God, speaking of lives, uh, we have followed that one up. Uh, then we had uh, Mike LaFevers on. Yeah. Which was dude, one of my engine heroes, man. God, what a good episode that was. Yeah. Such a good time talking to that guy. You, wow, man. God damn He's a guy, what, uh, what a 250 plus mile an hour uh, Corvette. Yep, the Sunder in our car. Remember that right one? On. Yep. Yeah. Famous car. Helped put the first door car, which guys will argue. It's like, well, because, it, okay, the first stock bodied car to 300 mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. Firebird. Yeah. Dear Lord. Dude. That car still has the radio in it, doesn't it? I don't know if it did or not. I don't I don't know. I have a lot of the damn stock parts left on it. Yeah, that was a fun talk, though. I mean, you talk about a guy who he's worked with Shelby. Yep. Uh, I mean, we got a great story in that one, too, uh, all about the uh, the dual overhead cam four valve uh, 427 cylinder head project. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Challenge yeah. me to say that again. I can't. Please don't. I'm going to try not to. I got a funnier one. Um, no, but that guy. Uh, Dude, super fun guest, mm-hmm. way knowledgeable, and the guy's got a great sense of humor, too. Yeah. And if you get the chance, and then, uh, oh my God, dude, uh, probably if I had to come up with a top list of shows, uh, next one, on uh, episode 28, we were fortunate to host Brian Brennan. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This was another one that I wasn't sure at the beginning where how it was going to go. Well, we didn't think I it really was going to go sure. because we couldn't get yeah. them lined up. Oh, man. <laughs> what a nightmare that was to get all Thanks, that Brad. stuff dialed Good in. job, dude. But once it did get rolling, I'm like, oh, you know, this guy, I've read his articles and seen us for so long, you know, and it, it, yeah, he, he was great. He was great. He's got such a good attitude about things. Been around a lot of folks, a lot of folks that, you know, I followed for years and he had some great stories. Another one of those guys that you could have him on every week and he could tell a different story. Oh, yeah. You'd never get bored. No. And well, he, and it was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead, man. 
I was going to say when, when Alex and I were down at the pinstriping party here a couple of weeks ago, um, Michael Stanford is a photographer who's a very talented guy. He worked for Brian for, for quite a few years. And I asked him about, it. he goes, what a wonderful boss. And he goes, that guy was not only cool. He knew the industry. He knew everybody. So, you know, everything we saw, somebody else at the exact same thing from mm -hmm. a totally different angle. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. guy truly is that guy. Yeah. Dude, I've been uh, in the industry forever, you know. And that was kind of the point I was going to make, too, and I'm, I'm glad we went this way with it instead. Um, a guy who's been in the, industry, in the industry that long and has seen as much as he has, you would think he'd become jaded or a little cynical, but I think we found him to be the exact opposite of that. He's yeah. just a positive, like, forward-thinking, just, I mean outright cheerleader for for this whole industry and hobby man it was it was an awesome awesome time with him yeah yeah he still just loves what he does and i think that's great that's great you know indeed he, man and he god dude we uh hell dude went from him and then back to the tie-ins again uh followed that up uh episode 29 we had our good friend steve strope yes who's had quite a year as well Jeez, yeah, he yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah, highs yeah. and lows, basically. Right. Um, Got, you know, the good things you show on TV. Um, had a lot of the guests that we've already talked about on that show. You know, Mick Jenkins, Mick, Bob, yeah. Bob Florine. Indeed. Yeah. And yeah, great connections with a lot of our other guests, too. And, and he was a lot of fun, too, because, you know, you've seen a lot of his stuff in the magazines. And you know, he's a car builder. You know, he's out of Simi Valley. But you didn't know a lot about, about him growing up. Kind of, He kind of had a tough childhood. It wasn't a rough childhood. It was tough. I mean, he had parents that, you know, pretty demanding, wanted him to work. It wasn't one of those where he got off easy. You know, living in New York. Um really learned how to do things on a shoestring budget. And I think it's still an attitude that he keeps to this day. Although a lot of his cars are big dollar builds because of the amount of hours that they put in them, but they're not elaborate, crazy, you know, way over the top builds. Most of them are very uh, well done to a high, high standard. And uh, that's, what's cool about his stuff. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're not crazy cars, but they're really, really nice cars. And, and we learned about cars. his his uh, musical ability. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that about him. I didn't know that either. Dude, between that, I mean, and, and again, that weird interconnecting thing with a lot of our other guests uh, started off in with BMX bikes. Yeah, that's, always that's a common BMX. Thread. Yeah. Yeah, let's see, Tim Strange, Brad Fanshawe, both those guys were BMX guys. I think Big Chip time. messed around with it too. I think Chip was a bike guy. Yeah, Chip was to the point where he was fixing them up and selling them. Shit, Chip was he the... He had a uh, secret bike shop at his house. So Chip was the until he broke of, the fence uh, and Dad made him sell the bike shop. <laughs> 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 and anybody who, who at one point lived next door to the beach house from Top Gun, you know, dude, there's, there's some instant street cred for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. God, he had it all in that thing. And I, I just flipped, I looked at the show notes just now and I realized there's two great ones in there. I don't remember writing the words porno crop circles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that I'm looking at it, yeah, I do remember that. That's about one on the lawn. Okay. And yeah. 
the other yeah. one that gets me, dude, it's great when we talked about Brad's grinder profiles. <laughs> Yeah, thank uh, yeah. you, thank you for that, Alex. I think Alex has written it for me four or five yeah, times now. Yeah, so. yeah, we grinder. We talked about that one. Yeah, quite. we talked about that. Yeah, you kept bringing that up, which yeah. is kind of scary, but it's a great right. dating site for guys who are into the uh, the, the metal and restoration. The yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I liked about the Steve Strope episode, I think one of my favorite parts is when he was building the car in the uh, in the parking garage. <laughs> the carport. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, if it, if we were in the same boat as a, as a up and coming, you know, car enthusiast, we'd all be that same guy. Well, you've kind of done that, though. You did that with your your '69 Camaro. Yeah, kind of built that in a dorm parking that. lot. Yeah, I remember rolling that thing from spot to spot because the, the security police would roll through there and they'd be like, you know, because a lot of guys would get orders and just abandon their cars there, you know. So security police kind of come rolling through there every once in a while. So I, this thing had no motor in it and I would push it from spot to spot. Every three days I'd push it to another spot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd rearmor all the tires, you know, wipe it all down again, you know. Dude. That's awesome. I had the entire engine in uh, my closet up in my room. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, it was it was all you know the machine. You know the block had been machined and the heads were done and the rods and pistons were all put back together and yeah, yeah, I was just waiting, waiting to get put together. So yeah, but Steve had that same kind of attitude. That's what makes it so fun. You know, that, that was kind of. I think a lot of us could relate to some of the things that he was doing back then and do what you have to do. Exactly. I mean, and he, and he made it work. This is it. He built a business from it. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, it's SEMA, man. His, he's a, he's a household name at SEMA. There's no, no doubt about it. Exactly. He's, he's got a personality that's bigger than life. So yeah. Had a blast with that. I wish, uh, one of these days we'll release the, uh, the, oh, the the warm up, the tapes. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, you'll never work in this industry again. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Yeah. That was funny. Let's see. Then what do we do? Uh, Thirty uh, Jimmy Day from uh, FM3 Marketing. Yeah, uh, dude, that was that was a fun and that was a really that was kind of an eye opening uh, look right. at the industry from. Yeah. A way different kind of viewpoint than we've been going at it, right? And it was really cool because I mean, here's guys who put on like the uh, the Optima Ultimate Streetcar Invitational and things like that, and yeah, you don't stop to think about events like that or Power Tour until you see it from that from the inside part. And it was really right. weird to turn that inside out. Yeah, the the logistics it takes to put something like that together—it's impressive. Super yeah, cool, a, and definitely something to listen to again. I mean, hell, if you're planning like a local car show, yeah, you could learn a lot from that. Yeah. Um, really, really fun guest, man. Super cool dude. Yeah, uh, really great people, and God, everybody that works there at FM3 is just phenomenal. And uh, mm-hmm. well, another weird tie-in too. Previous guest Tim Strange, his wife Carrie works for FM3. So yes, God, do we have a weird family? Yeah, a good family. And then, uh, man, uh, let's see here, 31, uh, Robert McGaffin. Another hardworking guy in the industry. Dude. He's everywhere. Robert has probably got a bazillion frequent flyer miles. That's all I can imagine. <laughs> <And just laughs> he can fly super, to Moscow. 
for free if he wanted. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be the first one to go to Mars, dude. He'll be like, oh, well, I, see. I got, I got enough points. Anybody else? He'll have enough left over for drinks on the flight too. It'll be great. Um, super, super talented guy. Super humble, and just an all-around nice, nice dude. Um, we, we had a blast. We didn't get to spend too much time because he was running and we were running at the SEMA show. But little time we did get to spend was just really nice. Um, you know, the guy, thank you, Robert. You've been a super cheerleader for us here. Yes. Man, I can never say thank you enough. And, you know, speaking of cheerleading, uh, if you're not aware, by golly, get yourself aware. Uh, he and uh, two other gentlemen have been putting together Wheel Hub magazine. And uh, serious heavy-duty doses of uh, of Robert's phenomenal photography. Great coverage of the cars. And really some very cool stories in that magazine that aren't just car-related. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a cool magazine. It's fun, man. It's High-quality magazine, too. It's not some regular newsstand-type magazine. It's something you keep on your coffee table. It's a really nice-quality magazine. Say it's hard for me room. to call it a magazine. We talked about that in the episode too. It's, it's a hard. book. It's a book. Yeah, it's it's that nice. Yeah, I've got I've got issues of that sitting on. Well, I've, I've got issues, but I've got issues of the magazine sitting on uh, on the coffee table in my front room. It's just funny because you you start to compare. My dad, I think, put it best. He says, "Hey, he says you got magazines that are you know like ones that belong on the tank of the toilet." And he <laughs> says, "You know, he's like this is not one of those." <laughs> No, no, and not just because it's it's you know too damn heavy. So if you know if to lift it off and jiggle the you know the float. No, I'm saying this is just it's it's a great book, and uh, these guys are putting their heart and soul into it. And yeah. uh, you know, again, can never say thank you enough to uh, to Robert for uh, just being a, a great dude and uh, yeah, hell man, pushing our name in front of people. Yeah, thank you, Robert. Yes, and he's and he's really a nice guy. He he yeah. really is a nice guy. Another genuine, just super nice. Yeah, as we as yeah. you come to find in this industry, there's a lot of that. And uh, man, what do we do? Episode thirty-two. Uh, my good friend uh, and friend of the podcast, etc. Uh, Zane Cullen from Katati Speed Shop. Yeah, yeah. That was that. That's a great episode there. If if you're running a shop and you know trying to figure out you know all the day to day the day to day geez the day to day logistics of keeping a crew together and keeping everybody motivated and looking for the right people to plug into the right positions. That yeah. that's a fun episode for you. Yeah. He talks quite a bit about that. Yeah. And he, yeah, it was, it was cool. Indeed. And that was another one. Speaking of the SEMA show, we, uh, we hooked up at the SEMA show and, uh, I got to work on a little project that he debuted there with the Camaro. And, um, just, we had a blast. We were fortunate to be a part of that car do a lot of coverage with that and uh, another weird one it was tim strange prior host who emceed that debut so the thread continues kids yeah uh then uh i i think by far one of alex's favorite episodes uh 33 <laughs> you can hear it already he's like you were totally yeah. into this we we uh yeah dude i should just let you handle this one man well, you know, the, I had seen uh, a Camaro that had been done, uh, and I saw it on a, on Jay Leno's show. Uh, it was done by a shop out of, uh, you know, uh, Minnesota, 
that's, yeah. So the uh, Speed Corps, and I was really, really interested in these guys. I started doing a lot of research on them, and the more I dug in the research, the more I found out about these guys. And I'm thinking, man, how do more people not know about these guys? We thought they'd be a perfect uh, guest to have on there. Uh, worked through logistics, and, and uh, they were really thrashing to get a bunch of cars ready for SEMA, but they graciously took out some time uh, for our podcast. We really appreciate those guys. And we had uh, David Salvaggio and, and, and Lyle Brummer, or Brummer on there, and, uh, man, they were great. They, they, that was a fun episode. Uh, you found out a lot about uh, uh, David's family and the connection to uh, the Milwaukee Mile Speedway and his, his grandfather uh, from Italy, uh, race race car uh, driver and team owner, and uh, we, then we start talking about some things because I'm in aerospace, so I'm around carbon fiber quite a bit. So I had a lot of carbon fiber questions, and they were more than uh, gracious to uh, answer every one of them. And so uh, I kind of geeked out a little bit, and I kind of. <laughs> Kind of steered the episode kind of into the geek zone for a little while. And I apologize for that, but uh, it's really interesting stuff. And uh, we did a, a feature on one of the cars that they brought to SEMA. It was a, a charger that they had built that with a carbon fiber body that is just, it's a, it's a car that will just, it's a mind blowing car. It's, it's kind of hard to describe it. Uh, it is an incredible machine, and we did the article on it. And they gave us some great build shots that uh, uh, we you hadn't seen anywhere else uh, online. Thank you for that. Uh, put a good story together for it, and then we got a chance to actually see the car physically at SEMA. Uh, phew, the pictures didn't even do it justice. It, it's something that you have to see in person. It's an amazing machine. Indeed. So, yeah, that was fun. That, th those are some good guys, and I'm anxious to see what what else they got cooking. I mean, they came to, they came to SEMA like a juggernaut this year. They came with some high end stuff. And, uh, I, I can't imagine what, what they're going to do to top what they bought brought this year. So yeah, good Crazy. guys, good, good guys, really good people, man. And you know, mm -hmm. their, their names, they, they keep coming back up in our lives. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you will see more and more from these guys. I, I you know, in certain, uh, areas of the industry, I mean, they, they were, really instrumental in providing a lot of cars for the fast and furious movies, the good cars. And I'll say that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry guy. You know, there's some people that may take that a little bit, you know, as a well, salty, uh, uh, statement, but yeah, some really, really nice stuff that showed up in the movies. Those guys were behind it. So if we could cool. only get those guys to do a, a car with a goldfish wheel, they could do it, dude, they would make it they, work too. They, they they could do it. What about carbon fiber goldfish? Yeah, are they black goldfish? Anyway, they, um, they they have a shop that's got the latest and greatest of all the equipment, and uh, their their boss is a great guy. The guy that owns the, the the business owner, and and he's more than willing, man. If there's some new technology out there, they are not afraid to step into it, and that's what's so cool about those guys. And they seem right on top of there. They are on you say top. Somebody's at the bleeding edge. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. guys. Well, that's yep. a good term. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yep. And very proud to, uh, to have been able to host them and really yeah. stoked to have spent a few minutes with them. Super. The, the first time we met in person was at the, uh, the SEMA show and really yeah. just super warm 
very yeah. engaging guys. I mean, had a yeah. very humble, just great. Very humble, yeah. Not cocky at all. Just, yeah, good dudes. Great dudes. And a lot to learn in that episode, too. I mean, shit. Yeah. Not even just from the technical carbon fiber stuff. I mean, there's got into a lot on design and starting a business and everything. That's another fun one. Yeah. You know, and it talked a lot about, too, you know, a degree in marketing versus, uh, you know, getting out there and getting your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great thing. If you're just coming out of school, trying to figure out what to do next in your life, please give that one a listen. I mean, the, yeah. we, put, we don't put these out there because we're stroking our egos. The whole point of this from the beginning was to put something out that had value that somebody could hopefully learn from. Yeah. And guests like that really make that kind of stuff happen. They can't say thanks enough to them for that. Yeah. God, and then, well, we go from uh, things you can learn to, uh, well, our monkey asses at the SEMA show. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Episode 34. Again, Carson, uh, have the see what you can learn. If anything, here, great representation equals great opportunity. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, he put us in the, uh, the MagnaFlow booth at the SEMA show where we were able to sit back and just kind of uh, do a quick show recap. Uh, in between the uh, the Zambonis going by and everything like that. Um, had a great time. We kind of talked a lot about that. So that. That one's kind of self-explanatory. It's just us boneheads after hours, SEMA show, yeah. fun listen, definitely a good time. Yeah, we were full throttle at SEMA this year. That's for sure. <laughs> Indeed. And the the I think the icing on the cake for that was uh, episode 35 from the SEMA show. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, we sat So last down. day we were there. Oh, man. And we went to Camp Wanapainum, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to go home. Um, right. That was such a good time. Uh, if, man, Christina from PPG was more than kind to not only accommodate us there, but made us feel right at home. Yeah. And gave yeah. us one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. In her whole series so far, man, awesome! Yes. And we were joined by her and yeah, Jeremy of uh, Lucky Strike Designs. Yes, just a phenomenal. I think I don't think we could have had a better pair of guests to to really encompass the whole of the paint industry. Yeah, than we did yeah. right there. Yeah. Was yeah, that, awesome. that was that was a fun episode. That's one of those episodes that when you hit cut at the end and, and you know you're done, you're like, I'm smarter now than I was when I started. You, know, you learn a bit about the industry. You learn a little bit about how to market. You know, Christina was great. You know, and Jeremy's a hands-on guy, and he has such a great attitude about it. And uh, what the, you, you kind of come away that the PPG group is a family. You know, here, here's a, a, a company that provides products for painters all over the world, but they have this family kind of attitude about it all. And the booth at SEMA is kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a, every day is a reunion almost. Everybody, you know, guys roll up, you know, and guys that they haven't seen since last November, they're there. It's like, it's a meeting place. Still, in my opinion, it's the coolest booth in the entire show. Every year they just knock it out of the park. And uh, this year, you know, we said camp. Brian said camp want to paint it. Well, that's what they called it. It looked like a camping lodge. Uh, the it way it was done, it sounded and smelled like a. Well, it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It smelled like yeah. the outside of a camping lodge. It didn't have the smell of the inside. Of yeah, it was yeah. probably fortunate. 
Yeah. If you listen closely in the uh, in the show, you can hear birds chirping and you can hear oh. other little things. That is the booth. That's we weren't outside when we when we recorded this. That's the booth, and that's what Christina and her team had done. Uh, they had a, f- a fake fire that was right behind us in the, in the fireplace, and but the coolest canoe known to man. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> hell yeah. That place was just so cool. That, that's one of those episodes you were kind of sad when it was over. You know, when we recorded that was a fun episode. I, I gotta say, just, just off subject, just a second here is uh, with Jeremy as and and Alex, you and I have both watched him over the last few years. You know, when we yeah. first started, when we first met him there. Yeah. And 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 his abilities as as we've every year, it's like, what is Jeremy gonna do this year? Yeah. Holy crap, that kid is getting. Kid is very uh, talented. He yeah. is. He is definitely a threat in the custom world. He it's. I don't know in his location where he's at, where you know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but holy crap, that guy's good. He is just he blows me away. Yeah, insanely yeah, he, good, and really again another super humble. Mm-hmm. Just did a blast to be around. I mean, I was saying I was just in total awe. You know, I mean, we started off. I wanted to fanboy it. Yeah, you get tempted to do that. You're like, man, your work is so... Remember when you painted that 13-foot canoe that's behind yeah. us? <laughs> but it's super cool dude. Just good people. Yeah. yeah, just a regular guy. Yeah, there's no no ego at yeah. all. I nope. love that. Nope. God, dude, can't say thanks enough to them. And, and, and speaking of yeah. no ego, God, dude, uh, episode 36, Roger Hickey. <laughs> dude <laughs> roger roger is awesome yeah i look back in that episode and i laugh every time because this is a dude who set world records and, and gone faster literally literally gone faster with his butt an inch off the ground than you'll ever go in your life yeah only only guest we've had that almost got shot for uh being um being mistaken for an illegal alien or not well, an illegal an I, 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 absolute yeah. alien, alien a space yeah. alien a an extraterrestrial alien. yes there yeah. you go not even illegal use it that's the wrong term just an alien alien <laughs> god dude we and, and that one that was another one of those great episodes that had this super cool mix of really fun times great stories and then you get into the technical stuff i mean i never thought we'd have an episode where we'd be talking about cryogenics <laughs> and yeah. yet here he is we're talking cryogenics and how to apply that to going fast yep dude yeah. unbelievable yeah. and he'll be back uh we're not to tip our hats entirely hats jesus tip our hats. that tip our hand entirely um we're gonna be having him back and the reason i thought hats was he's into helmets and safety stuff we're gonna get into some really heavy discussions on uh pushing safety and safety technology, especially with reference to land speed racing over the next few episodes. And you'll, you'll be hearing a lot more from Roger with us. And we're, we're looking forward to having him back on. Yeah. Super cool, oh, dude. Absolutely. Great story. Then, uh, man, speaking of hearing from someone, we had the man with the golden voice. Uh, episode 37, man. Dude. <laughs> This is a funny episode. <laughs> you find out, man. Brian Lones has got a great sense of humor. He is fun. He is a fun guy. And it's it seems to be a thing. There's there's that East Coast 
and I grew up in that area, so it's funny between like uh, you know Brian and then having Strope. There, there's something you grew up in that area. Like even okay, the team from PPG, Christina was that way. Uh, there, there's that funny kind of attitude. I think you just you learn to laugh at everything. And that dude, man, great stories, fun times. I can't wait to have him back on. You know, so we go back to tying in with other with other guests. I met him through Chad Reynolds up at Bonneville. And those guys and, uh, were both because, running Bang Shift. Right. So when I met Brian and, and Chad's going, the dude is funny. He's quick. He's on. Like, really? Because, yeah, well, when I met him, like, all right, I like this guy. This guy's awesome because he's just on it just the whole time. And, and he truly is the great guy. So, yeah, I'd love to have him on again. Oh, hell yeah, we need to, especially – He's got uh, he solidified the gig as the uh, the play by play voice of the NHRA yeah. on Fox. So uh, yeah, dude, a lot of hard work took him to this point, but man, he is good at what he does. Yeah, and he is good at it. Hell yes, he is. And we man, we got a we got some great stories out of him again. And <laughs> yeah. It's funny, you know, you, you learn how somebody comes up in that industry. And it's another great one. Yeah, if you're looking to start your career in that, this guy kind of lays it all out there. He even has some great advice on what to do when you go for your first uh, your first tryout. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, uh, dude, you know, I was going to say, it was a great segue to Orgs of Beautiful, and I just ruined it. But uh, a, a guy who makes something that requires a lot of talent look really easy. Uh, on episode 38, we moved into a bunch of guys who work their asses off to make really simple stuff look, well, really simple. They make really, I should say, they make really difficult stuff look really simple. That's the better way to put it. You guys are going to love this one. This is going out warts and all. I'm not editing that. But uh, episode 38, uh, Steve Cook Creations, man. We, mm-hmm. uh, God, we had Steve. We had Steve and Mike Cook. And uh, we had, dude, a, a guy who I'm a, just a total fan of now, uh, Alan Childers uh, from the shop. They're, they're foreman. Dude, what a creative, collaborative bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, this is a hard-working bunch, man. <laughs> They, they took time out of their shift, and it was, what, about 8 o'clock at night when yeah. we recorded. And we recorded for two hours, maybe a little over two hours, sat there and kind of just talked a little bit. They went right back to work after uh, we were finished. Crazy. <laughs> I mean. They, they weren't going home. They were going right back into the shop to go back to work. It's like, wow. So into it. And there, there's, again, it's another great one you could learn so much from. I mean, you know. Hell, you got Alan who kind of just carved his career out trying to figure out what he, you know, where he was going to go on that thing. And you got a guy like Steve who was into motorcycles and found his way into hot rods, well, because of a girl. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Still married. And he married her. And he's still married. <laughs> yeah. And that was another weird tie in, though, because their car, their Galaxy at the SEMA show, was literally right next to the Speedcore Charger. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was so weird the way that these these little things kind of interconnect and uh, yeah, really great people. That was a fun episode to have, and I, jeez Louise, and that yeah, took I, us a while to get to that point too. We uh, we we're gonna have them on, and then you know life intervenes, 
they got busy, we got busy, and then I was glad we connected when we did. I think the timing for that episode was perfect. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that Galaxy won a Ford Award at uh, SEMA. Nice car. Yeah. I I really liked those guys. Those guys were just cool. Yeah. I, and they've got such a humble attitude about it. God, and they're fun, you too. You could not get those guys to, you know, self-promote or nothing. They just, that wasn't their thing. They're just, hey, we're just going to go in there and we're going to build the nicest car that we can. Boom, that's it. There's no like, hey, look at what we can do. There was none of that. No, and, and, and they're such a versatile shop. I mean, if, if you're going from Pebble Beach-style restorations into building a pro touring car, and they don't seem to miss a beat between any of that they just it it's weird they've got this great ability to mentally shift like that yeah that's an awesome talent to have man i uh god and then uh well speaking of talent and holding on to it uh we brought carson back in for uh last week's episode and i think we've gotten probably the most amount of feedback uh possible out of this one so far um and I expect it's going to keep going. Uh, we, we dove really deep into copyright, intellectual property, licensing, brand management. Kind of just, it, I think we barely knocked the tip of that iceberg off. But uh, Carson was kind enough to kind of come in and, and lay out the basics of protecting yourself as an artist or a designer. And uh, really a cool deal. Um, super helpful information a great start and he even opened up the door and makes an offer in there if you know if you're starting out you got a question call the guy yeah can you imagine you're calling the best guy you could ever get information from and he's willing to answer anything you need that's incredible guy i I gotta say brad when you introduced me to carson i remember you said he's the smartest guy you're ever gonna meet and i remember kind of thinking no i've met some smart people and i walked out they go dude he's the smartest guy i've ever met (laughs) Well, I don't even, it's, yeah, I don't even, it would be like trying to describe you, Brian. I, there's certain people like you just go, well, okay, look, you're going to learn something when you talk to this guy. Yeah. And and when I first met him, it was so funny. That it was our Disneyland deal with, with Chip and the first day we're down there and we're talking and, uh, and I'm realizing this guy is, <laughs> this guy is truly amazing. Just, and I'm just listening. He's just talking away and I'm just listening and. And, uh, and the more we talk, the more I realize I'm every time I talk to this guy, I'm learning something from him. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gaining something just by becoming his friend and, uh, holy crap. Yes. I, 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 every time he talks, I just sit back and listen. I, I don't know what else to do. Indeed. I dude, and I can't say thank you enough for, you know, introducing us and we, we have some great talks and I love just bouncing ideas off the guy. You know, I mean, he's, God, he's, he's got great input on everything. And he's always got, he doesn't just like give you the guidance. He backs it up with like, literally, God, and it's just a natural way of doing it. He literally gives you a case study. He goes, bam, here's what happened here, here, and here. Here's what I learned out of that. Here's how to apply that to your situation. And he helped me on a reality show this past year. It was awesome. And I remember, I'm like, man, well, I don't want to call him. They're like, just call him. And I called him up and dude, he spent the time with me, went over everything. And I walked into that meeting like I knew everything there was to know and everything they threw at me. I was like, oh, he already told me what was going to happen here. So I was like, before they could, you know, throw that pitch at me, I was like, no, 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 hold on to the ball for a minute because you're going to go here and I'm not going to take that. 
<laughs> and it, yeah. it was awesome. And yeah, you do. You walk away from him feeling uh, like your IQ increased exponentially and you actually have the tools to put it to use. So uh, I, I cannot say in enough words here how much I value that man's uh, immense friendship and his, uh, his being a mentor. Truly an awesome human being. Yep. But man, God, I, I, I don't, I don't want this to just be an episode where, we, oh, this is what's on this episode. But I mean, we, we had a hell of a year, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not too shabby. We, uh, we got a lot coming up this coming year. But man, we, we did a lot. You guys, uh, you guys went to the first um, uh, Pete Shapour's uh, memory cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can yeah, you... that was that was uh, you know, you know the, the the reason why we were there was a bit of a bummer because Pete was such a great guy. But it was it was a really fun thing to go to, and um, yeah, he he meant a lot to a lot of people. Indeed, yeah. And God, I mean, that was kind of a cool deal, especially you know listening to you know some of the videos you guys put up and you guys can find those on our, our youtube channel um you guys just kind of talking in the truck you kind of your play-by-play of that was, was one of my favorite things to listen to alex because you guys just like brad oh there's this car and you man your knowledge like that is, is just insane she's like oh yeah that that's so-and-so's car and it sits on this and this is the suspension setup and i'm like damn alex well a lot of it comes from a lot of reading i, I did a lot of reading yeah, I I take interest in it. You know the the build side, the logistics side of it. It's it's pretty fun. On a, on a side note, Alex is my walking encyclopedia friend. If you wanna if you wanna come away learning something, go to the Pomona Swap Meet with him. <laughs> and, and well, you know, people have said that, and a lot of it comes. You know, I was a, a kid. You know, I I didn't have any money, and I couldn't afford to go buy the wrong part. So I would study and study and study to make sure that if I'm in a swap meet and I'm looking for a particular part, I'm not going to buy the wrong part because I've done it before. And that's, you know, I didn't have any money and that sucked. I mean, I'm, I get home to think, Oh, I'm going to go put this, you know, you know, 12 bolt posi together. And you realize you just bought a truck, 12 bolt posi, you know, you, it won't fit in your Camaro. It's like, damn, I didn't know it. You know, I counted it had 12 bolts on it. You know, uh-uh. Oh no. So yeah, it's so I yeah, it was that's kinda you know, how I how I learned a lot of stuff and it just it just logged in my memory banks. I'm not as sharp about it as I used to be because technology has just cha- has changed quite a bit and some of the things that I you know kept some of that information on isn't really relevant anymore, you know, because now nowadays it's LS engines and computer stuff and so you know. Knowing the part number of a points distributor is not important anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Right on. But, yeah, that's another thing. And uh, my plan in the next uh, couple of weeks when the Pomona Swap Meet hits, I'm going to go to the Pomona Swap Meet and really do a good blog story for everybody for the website. In case, you know, no one's ever been to Pomona. Just what it is and how big it is and the scope of it all. Uh, and I'll be your in in uh, in pit in the pit reporter. So awesome. it should be fun. It should be fun. Beautiful, man. Thank you. And yeah. mm-hmm. do it on, on the same token. It should get uh, 
Ah, uh, God, you guys did, uh, did this at a couple of great pinstripers parties this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, went to one that we've never been before. We went to Danny uh, Danny D's party. Uh, and that one was incredible. That uh, Yeah. That, that was, uh, you know, because Danny had invited us before at one of the other pinstripe parties. Oh, you got to come to mine. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, you don't know what to expect. And we didn't. Uh, and we we got down there, and man, what a first class deal! Danny is good people, and man, he puts on a great party. Dude, yeah, and you guys, and you covered that. And then this uh, in the past couple of weeks, Brad, uh, you guys were at uh, Ron's Brush Off, mm-hmm. and, and you debuted uh, your little side project, which ties in with this whole mess. I did, and uh, and the group liked it. That was, yeah. I I got applause by a group of my peers, and that I I got a little choked up. That was a pretty cool yeah. feeling. That was really cool. Awesome. I was really worried because you know, uh, trying to get the trying to get it all to work. You know, there was a lot of lots of technical issues. A lot of technical issues <laughs> to get there, and I'm thinking, man, he's got everybody here. This is the time. This this has to happen, and it did. And so that that was really cool. That was really I, cool. It almost didn't happen. I got a text about twenty minutes ago by by one of the guys that was there asking when that when that episode was coming out. <laughs> oh, very cool. Awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> like literally twenty minutes. Ago. Say soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll, so, there'll be much more on that as we get a little bit closer. We can't make all that too public yet, but uh, it, it's a really cool project. And man, you even uh, you even wasted valuable memory space filming my sad monkey ass. So, dude, awesome, awesome stuff. Seriously, dude, I, I'm I'm jazzed because it's it put me in really good company. I'm I'm exci- I'm excited, man, because hey, I just I enjoy what you're doing because your vision for it is really it's top notch. You're going about it in a really cool, unique way. And, and the guests that you've done so far, man, are just so bitching. Well, I this I think I think 2019 is going to be a be a big year for us, Brian. I truly do. God, I hope so. You know, and I just, I'm having fun bringing this together, and I couldn't ask for a, a better group of people to be involved with. And you know, no, we, we, got, we got a great team. We got a couple other guys who who will be still playing a part. You know, yep. we got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just heard uh, last week we had Dell back on and, you know, we, we've had some great times. Uh, Eric's a fun dude. And yeah, we uh, we've we've been we've been really fortunate to uh, to put together a pretty damn good group here. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun time, man. And I hope I hope uh, you out there in listener land, if you're still listening, because we're we two hours. Holy crap. Um yeah, if you're still listening, man, uh, that that was uh, 2018 in a nutshell. I mean, short yeah. end of the story. If you want the too long, didn't listen version. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we we finally put our foot down and decided we we're going to make this thing happen. By early spring, we had launched uh, the website. God, and we've been trying to stick pretty steady to our regimen of uh, one episode per week. And uh, if you ever wanted the inside track on how that works, usually it's a record on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, and it's live by Friday. 
And uh, yeah, we do that. Uh, having full-time jobs and families and other responsibilities. So I hope you guys are enjoying it and uh, look forward to uh, hell, dude. At the very least, figure we got a full year ahead of us here. You know, we'll probably end up taking a week or two off here and there because, like, we're going to do over the holidays here. Uh, there, there probably will not be an episode uh, Christmas week just because, um, well, down it, we need some time off. But uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys uh, around the uh, start of 2019. We've got a great guest list lined up. Um, man, what the heck else we got going on? Oh, Grand National Roadster Show. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there. We'll have uh we'll have a presence there. We shall. It'll be a mighty presence. Yeah. And I'm we... hoping it goes well. I think it I think it will go well. I think it will. I'm kinda of looking forward to this year. I mean it, it it's been a while and uh yeah, I'm just looking forward to uh hauling my dad along because uh he and I were at the fiftieth and the sixtieth together i mean you know have them there for the 70th this will be kind of a cool deal yeah i'll be able to look back and say wow man all those years we spent all the time together and uh yay good times <laughs> that's what i really got um anybody else got anything else to add i mean aside from wishing all of our uh our listeners out there a uh, a merry christmas and uh yeah yeah course a happy new year stay yeah. safe out there right yeah, keep I plugging will. away on your hot rod projects and keep listening and yeah, send us a letter show us what you're working on i'm interested i love that stuff i would love to do it i'd love to do a uh, little series and maybe we could splash together a cool up a uh, cool thing on the website you know show people what the heck our listeners are wrenching on yeah i'd love that bring I, that on that kind of stuff's great i love it and even if you don't have a full project card, if you're doing no. something, because you know, like I said, if you're doing something creative too, I want to see what you're drawing. Uh, uh-huh. I, I'm sure, Brad, I'm sure you'd love to see what people are striping or lettering or, you yeah. know. Oh, always. Whatever. Yeah, if you're restoring something, whatever. I mean, if you're a home remodel project, I love that kind of stuff. Exactly. Bring that stuff on, man. Make make me feel bad for neglecting my backyard. Show me your landscaping project. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm all over that. <laughs> You've seen Come what over in my on backyard. So, yeah, let's... Uh, yeah, by the way, please send them to us. You can hit us up on the website. Uh, as always, www.round6pod.com and, uh, or on Facebook, YouTube, wherever the hell you're going to find us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, man. Thank you guys yeah. for... Uh, what has been the start of a great year uh, and ended up being an even better year. And uh, that's yeah. going to sound corny, but thank you guys, man. Oh, Thanks for being a part of this fun. shit. Hell. It was fun. Yeah, I love I, I love when I get texts from, from different people telling me how much they like the podcast or just like the website in general, something they yeah. read on there or saw on there. Or, yeah, that, that always makes me feel good. And I, I always do my best to tell you guys so you guys can kind of enjoy it with yeah. me. Exactly. I, that's one of my favorite things. And I love it when we walk up to someone. Like, we got this at the SEMA show quite a bit. I was like, oh my God, dude, I listen all the time. And I'm going, holy crap, really? You listen to it? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's cool to hear. It's just, it's almost surreal. It's like, you listen? Wow. 
It's awesome, man. And uh, mm-hmm. hell, then yeah, if you're listening to Legacy, get a hold of us too. Uh, we got stickers and stuff like that. We'll we'll hook you guys up so you can uh, yeah yeah can represent on the street and let people know what kind of intellectual uh, <laughs> intellectually stimulating programming you listen to. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just jazzed to be able to do this and uh, look forward to doing a whole lot more of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019 is going to be even more more wild than 18 was. It'll be Got a lot of cool guests lined up, some people that you'll really enjoy. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, awesome, guys. All right, so yeah. let's uh, we'll close out 2018. Uh, dude, again, just uh, thank you to our listeners. Uh, yes. Man. Thank you, thank you. And like I said, if there's something you want us to cover that we haven't covered yet, mm-hmm. hit us up with it. Yeah. And say, hey, you know, why haven't you gone over this? And, you know, who knows? either A, we've got it in the works, or B, you're going to spark just that right that right idea where we can find a guest to uh, to bring on and talk about it. Or maybe we can bring you on. Heck with it. Bring mm-hmm. it on. I'd be more than happy with that. Yeah. Hell, I'll talk to almost anybody. And you guys are like, oh, well, we'll talk to anybody. Shit, Brian, we have you on every week, so. <laughs> That's right. Brian's the only one with the record button. <laughs> yeah. We find somebody else who has an old Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> Amiga. <Days are> number <laughs> Pollock in, in television. <laughs> He's an old Coleco vision. Coleco. <laughs> Coleco. <laughs> Coleco vision, one of those Casio uh, digital uh, answering machine recorders. That's will be great. I'll be in the green room playing Pong if you need me. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Look at you. <laughs> the green room? <laughs> like the green corner. That's all we can afford. <laughs> Just a chunk of felt over there. Yeah, green. It's a tent made out of a green uh, <laughs> drop cloth you can buy at Harbor Freight. <laughs> <laughs> the green room. Dude, but it only smells like a dumpster. It's potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah, look look for that tour of the uh, the Round Six Studio someday. It'll be really great. Oh, oh yeah, it's lavish. <laughs> lavish. It's lavish. <laughs> That's what we need now. We need some kind of reception. It's lavish. It's great. Yeah. Brad's in the green corner. Yeah. <laughs> great. Green tent. <laughs> Yeah, Brad's being punished. He's in the tent. You guys gonna let him out this time? No. That'd be this awesome. Time. Well, well right. guys, it's it's been quite the year, and yeah. thank you. I, yep. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Indeed. And uh, man, at the end of uh, 2018, versus just saying the end of an episode, uh, I would I'm gonna go on record as saying I am a much more tired. But a uh, definitely a, a happier and much more optimistic Brian. Uh, yes, Brian. I know you're very tired because I know you've worked your ass off on this thing all year, and for that I appreciate it. 
And uh, stay tuned because this project is still moving forward and we'll uh, we'll have something for you here shortly. So um, I'm Brad. I'm out. And, and thanks to all the guests that we've had this year. I am a much more informed Alex. So thank you so much. And that is, uh, man, like what I say, dude, any, anything that, if you can say you're smarter, Alex, dude, that's, that's really no. raising the word. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> I'm not. Damn, dude. Ah, uh, well, hell, thank you guys. Thank you all. And again, as Alex said, thank you to our guests. Thank you to our listeners. Yes. Everybody who's supporting us out there. Um, and again, keep in touch with us, please, man. Let us know your thoughts, anecdotes, candor, you know, whatever else you got. But thank you guys sincerely, man. Have a have a very merry Christmas, a happy uh-huh. New Year, and uh-huh. uh, pass that on to your families. Indeed, thank you as Talk well. To, Talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to keep up with us gearheads over on our website at www.round6pod.com. And if you'd like to, we invite you to follow along with us over on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to check out all of our latest videos on YouTube.com.